All right. We are back with another Instant Reaction podcast. The Patriots stayed at 96, had a massive gap between 38 and 96, waited all the way to 96 to draft uh, another player, and drafted Ronnie Perkins at 96, an edge out of Oklahoma, another guy who pretty consistently was mocked in first-round mocks uh, quite a bit. And the Patriots get him all the way at 96. Bags, uh, what, what do you think? Yeah, a lot of a lot of you know draft analysts and, and people had him in the top 50, top 60. Um, so they obviously jump at the bit here and, and get a you know tremendous value. A little undersized for how they like their edges typically. I think he's a you know projects as a four-down player um, with tremendous upside. I'm sure they'll get some weight on him, make him a little bit more you know powerful off the edge, but. Another, like we talked about earlier with the D tackles, they add um, some more edge depth, get some more youth in there. Obviously, spent big money on Judon. Uh, you know, you have Winovich, Uche. Who knows the plan for Jennings? Um, so just adding, just loading up that defense, adding you know a lot more depth and youth to it. Um, so yeah, overall, I like the pick. I think it's a you know disruptive pass rusher has pretty good hands um, and a good variety of moves to to get to the quarterback. Yeah, I agree. I'll tell you what. I think you mentioned Jennings. I think to me, this signals that Jennings is moving inside. I mean, why would you take another edge guy when, like you said, you have Uche, you have Winovich, you have Judon, you have Kyle Van Noy, you have all these guys that are on the edge already. And, you know, and then Jennings is another guy. Now, maybe they think Jennings stinks, so he won't play. But, like, you know, barring that, it's like there's there's nowhere for him to go, right? And Perkins, like you said, is just he's too small to play on the inside. So it seems to me like Jennings might be moving inside um, and and they got another guy that can kind of get after the passer on the uh, on on the uh, on the outside. It's possible Uche's moving inside linebacker too, but I feel like that's unlikely just because Uche's size, he's just he's too quick to be inside linebacker in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, and what what a long two days! I I always I forgot how how long these days are. They last night was so long, yeah. and then it was like so relieving. Obviously, with the you know they actually drafted a quarterback, and then you know up till two a.m. doing this. But right. yeah, I mean, I I was interested if they went wide receiver. They looked obviously um, kind of had a feel they'd go defense just because um, you know the the rich get richer. They just continue to add depth there, but. Um, no complaints here from that. Still some really good players on the board. And I guess we can kind of tie that into kind of a day two recap, kind of look, look ahead to tomorrow. There's still some, some really good talent on the board. Obviously Elijah Molden just went a hundred. Um, I'm a little bit behind, so I don't know. Obviously Baron Browning's still on the board. Tyler Wallace, Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah. Obi's, um, uh, Obi's brother just went one on one. Yeah. I liked him a lot. Straight. That was a guy that I thought they'd have a lot of, um, you know, a lot of fit for, um, can kind of do a lot physical player plays with a high motor. I, I liked him a lot. Um, but yeah, heading into tomorrow, Derek Brown Barnes uh, out of Purdue. I like him. He's kind of that. If you're looking for like a little Landon Roberts type in the later rounds, a, a you know, kind of a thumper uh, yep. in the middle of your defense, maybe, you know, take a little bit of the load off Juwan Bentley. And That's Brown another guy, but yeah, some, some head scratchers, Davis Mills today, Kyle Trask, some interesting fits there. Dwayne Eskridge, I liked him a lot. He went earlier than I think a lot of us expected to. Anthony Schwartz went wicked early. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just a guy who can run fast, right? But but this is, to me, this is one of those things where, you know, we talked about, we've talked about for months now that, you know, they had this massive gap between 46 and 96, which they made bigger by going up and getting Barmore. And 
you see what happens in this gap and the type of guys that go. And this is just the third round, but the guys that go in the third round, Jalen Mayfield, the tackle from Michigan, Brady Christensen from BYU, Aaron Robinson from UCF, Ali McNeil, who D-tackle, they're not going to take a D-tackle, but Benjamin St. Juiced, Josh Palmer, Chaz Surratt, Diami Brown, Amari Rogers, Nico Collins. Like, so the these are all guys that we had that we had looked at and said we'd love for them to get any of these guys. And they all go in between that Barnmore pick. And so I'm a little surprised they didn't move up to get and get someone. And look, maybe they just felt like we don't love anyone in this spot and, you know, and whatever the case may be. I thought Chad Stratt would be a great fit here. Um, still undersized. He is a little undersized, which is true. So, so that's the thing. Like, you know, I guess that's kind of the question of what, about what you wanted. Maybe they don't need a wide receiver. Maybe they looked at it and said, you know, our wide receiver room is, is, is pretty full right now. We don't need one, but you know, definitely a, a ton of talent went off the board you know, in between those two picks and you're looking at it, you're sitting there saying like, man, like, yes, I'm happy that they moved up and they got Barmore, but like you see the guys that go after him, you know, and you, and you sit there like, you know, Rondell Moore and Cosme and, you know, so it's just, you start looking around Dwayne Eskridge, even Nick Bolton, you know, my guy is Nick Bolton. So like, you know, he goes to the flipping chiefs for God's sakes, yeah. but like, you know, Terrace Marshall, Pete Warner, like, you know, so all these guys are, you sit there and you, and you start looking at it and you're like, man, like, you know, I just, I just, it's, it stinks, right. It's, it stinks where, you know, you feel like you had an opportunity for some of these guys and, and they just kind of, I mean, they go, they go over 50 picks, right? What 58 picks in between, in between selections, which is strange. Like they don't often do that. So I was, I was surprised that they did that. Yeah, well, they used a lot of that ammo we talked about to move up, obviously, in the second. You could say yep. it's an overpay, whatever. I love the Barmore pick. Yes. Um, so no complaints there. But interesting to see what they do tomorrow. What do they have a fourth, a fifth, uh, two sixths, and a seventh? Yeah. Um, so I wonder if, you know, this might be a really light draft class for them. Like we said, we, we talked about it uh, kind of leading up. We'd be shocked if they made all 10 picks. You know you know they always move around. Will, will they move some of those picks Typically, you know, in the sixth uh, and seventh to some more capital for next year. Who knows? Or right. do they use that to maybe move up in the fifth or, or whatnot? But um, I think overall so far between the three picks, they've addressed the positions that, you know, we've identified as needs. And, and it's just, you know, did you pick them in, in the right order? Right. We thought quarterback was obviously number one. You know, we went into it saying you need a little bit more depth along your interior and, and you could use some edge depth as well. Uh, but I, I think tomorrow, wide receiver, certainly a tackle, uh, corner linebacker. safety, one of them. Yeah, maybe linebacker too. I think they they like their room, man. I, I do. I, I think, um, you know, obviously adding Van Noy was big. Uh, you got Uche, Jennings, who you spent high picks on last year. Um, but yeah, you, you could definitely use some more depth there. Uh, yeah. But yeah, interesting to see what they do tomorrow. Yeah, I know. Right. We'll see, right? So just to reset it, they do have, so they have 120, which is a fourth round pick. 177, which is a fifth round pick, 188, which is a sixth, uh, sorry, 180 and 197, which are both sixth round picks, and then 242, which is a seventh round pick. So, you know, five picks tomorrow. We'll see if they make all of those. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. I, I do think it's going to be interesting. Jamar Johnson's a guy who I really like a lot. Uh, still hasn't gone off the board yet. So we'll see. That's another safety guy that. Aaron Browning and Jabril Cox, too. Shocking. I, I'm I'm shocked that Cox is still there. At Browning, I feel like we at Pat's pulpit, but you guys at Pat and me too at Pat's pulpit love him. 
he was never high on really anybody's list um, anywhere. So like he was mocked in like the the second third round in some of these, and I know like you know yeah you I know I know whatever stock you want in those, but right. Um, I think they see the upside. Yeah, no, which is true, which is definitely true. So, so we'll see, you know. But but there's a ton of talent still left on the board, and so we'll see what they decide to do. I I love the idea of going after a safety, you know, a deeper safety for me. And because, you know, with, with safety, and that's a good point about corners pretty much maxed out um, as far as position-wise, like on the field, uh, as far as guys that are coming um, guys that are coming out, right? I like the idea of getting that safety because we don't know how long DMAC's going to be around for, yeah, right? Yeah, and speaking of that, one of my favorite guys, Tyree Gillespie, um, he's a guy who plays that Devin McCourty role a little bit, big-time special teamer. Um, fits fits their mold, and he, he was likely a day three guy going in. So I wonder uh, if that's a guy in their radar, somebody that can kind of do it all uh, and right. develop into into that kind of Devin McCourty role going that's forward. A good point. Good point. So so we'll see. There there's still a ton of talent left on the board, even wide receiver. I mean, you start looking around about wide receiver, and you just think like I'm on Ross. There's still Crazy. guys there. The Sun God's still Tyler there. Wallace, like, Tywin Wall. Right. So there are still guys there if they want them. Uh, and so, you know, it's just going to depend on where they want to go, right? What are they, what are they targeting? What are they looking at? I think for the first two days here, I think we, I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy. I mean, yeah, the Ronnie Perkins thing is interesting for me. Cause I don't, I don't get the fit right now just cause I feel like they, I almost felt like edge was a spot they didn't need, you know? I mean, look, honestly, it's just one of those things where edge is like, Edge is edge, right? Like if you want to rush the passer, you just you just throw people at it and rush the passer. But they've they've obviously made a concerted effort to go up and bolster this as much as possible. And Perkins is just another example of that where they say, Hey, here's a guy that dropped. And maybe it's a situation where they said, you know what? Yeah, Perkins might not have been the pick, but we're at ninety six and this guy is, you know, what? Like our fortieth rated prospect and he's sitting here at ninety six. Like how the hell do we pass on him? You know, yep. so maybe the situation where they just said, well, we'll, we'll figure it out. Like, but we keep they, we just bring in good players, you know? And so, uh, and so I don't, you know, I don't, I don't hate that idea. So, uh, how many times a break? A, sack a lot. Yeah. He doesn't get hit though. He doesn't get hit. He doesn't. You're right. He's too, he gets the ball. He gets the ball too fast. You know what I mean? That's, that's what happens. So, but it's going to be interesting. I mean, I, I will say, speaking of Tom Brady, one thing that I thought was interesting, Kyle Trask. Yeah. Interesting fit. Kyle, Trask. I was live with Fitzy uh, when that happened. I, I kind of missed it. Oh, I remember. Um, I felt very left out. By the way, I'm just you know what I mean. I just... <laughs> Taking out with you, you're yelling at the wrong guy no, here. You guys, guy. you guys, you guys did. You guys did all the legwork. You had the the all the rookie thing. It was awesome. So you, you guys being on there was yeah. was dope. That was really cool. Yeah, it was cool. I I thought um, yeah, that was that was a crazy fit. I wonder um, you know what their idea is there. I, I kind of said too, like I wonder if Tampa goes quarterback. Maybe they throw a dart um, and try to get somebody in there for however long Tom's got left. Right. Certainly, some upside there. I'm not a big Kyle Trask guy. I never was. I wanted no, no part of it. Uh, but who knows? I mean, maybe maybe something pans out down the road and they get a little, um, you know, sit behind and learn from him. Yeah, my buddy Josh Allen. Shout out Josh Allen for Bucks Report. Uh, he 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 mocked them Trask at 32. He said, you know, the organization loves him and they've been talking about how, you know, he's heard basically from the organization how much they love him and how high they were on him. And he was like, they're taking Kyle Trask. He, again, he mocked him at 32. Obviously, he didn't go that early, but still took him at 64 instead. So 
you know, again, like you said, I, I don't, I don't really see it, but what the hell, right? I mean, like if you're going to get the guy in there who's not super mobile, I mean, the guy you're going to learn from is, is Tom Brady. So yeah, if, if Kyle Trask is ever going to be anything, he's going to, he's going to be Trask a do- dollar store, Mac Jones, dollar store, Mac Jones. Right. I would, I would agree with that. He's, I mean, that, that's the thing. And, and I forget who it was. Someone said it, I think on the stream last night, or maybe it was, maybe it was on, on Phil Perry's stream, but they were saying, you know, Kyle Trask is what people accuse Mac Jones of being. He's a statue. He doesn't move. He's, he's very, very immobile. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. So, so we'll see any, any other, uh, any other interesting takeaways from, uh, from day two, obviously day two, I feel like is the most important day. I love right. it. It's one of my favorite days. The picks going quick. Um, kind of those players you, you fall in love with because you kind of have an idea how the first round goes to an extent. Yeah. You understand teams' needs and, and things leak out. But day two, I feel like it's just, hey, whatever's available, we'll, we'll address it. Um, so it's one of my favorite days. It's it's just it's long because, like I said, last night is just, especially with what happened and you're sitting there on the edge of your seat the whole time after yeah. you, know, you know who was available the, the entire time. Uh, and then you get the quarterback. Everyone's, you know, you love it, you hate it. You're somewhere in between. You're talking about it, and then, bang, day two comes and the picks are flying in. But a lot of movement, I thought too, like the we trades. talked about last time. Yeah, a oh ton of goodness. trades. It was wild. Oh, for God's sakes, one hundred five to Denver, Baron Browning. Yeah, I knew he wouldn't last long. Good, good, so uh, good fit. Well, yeah, all these all these guys are coming off the board. Me and Keegan's big board, I think we're over so far, and a lot of those guys were on there today. Uh, so that's, maybe I mean, that's the way it works. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know. the stupid Packers ruined my Amari Rogers rule. I I yeah. every mock draft I did, I had to have Amari Rogers. I don't think they were going wide receiver there, anyways. But no, probably not. But you never just know. Just knowing how they value, they have to take one tomorrow, right? They'd, they'd be two drafts. Like, come on, you got to take one. You feel like you got, I mean, they, yes, they did go, they went after two guys in free agency. I get that, but you still, yeah. I still feel like it's they're going to have to go off the wide receiver. Tomorrow. Slot guy, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I agree. So, so that's to me, safety linebacker wide receiver. I, uh, you know, I actually, I actually feel like that makes a lot of sense. And, and Jay Suave here is right about, about, uh, Goodell stealing, stealing number 77. For, yeah. That's for big. An absolute joke. I mean, you think yeah. about it, you know, probably like the load. By the way, 77, Josh Palmer from Tennessee went number 77, just in case anyone was wondering. Josh Palmer, I loved him as a fit for the Patriots. Yeah, I did a threat uh, on him. He's a good player. Yeah. so Terrible uh, quarterback play. He's, he's a lot better than, than what he shows. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you know, we'll see what happens. Tomorrow's going to be interesting. Again, five picks tomorrow. Who knows if they're going to make them all, but, uh, but they do have five tomorrow. Again, one in the fourth, one in the – one in the fifth, two in the sixth, and one in the seventh. So, uh, you know, listen, stick around. we got one more day. We're going to do some more instant reactions. Who knows if they're going to be totally live uh, like this, although they might be. You never know. Um, but uh, but thank you for, for for sticking in. We appreciate it. Thank you for coming along for the uh, for the ride. Last night was a lot of fun. Tonight was a lot of fun as well. And uh, Spags. Get some rest. Get some rest, everyone. I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm going to bed. Yeah, me too. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Take care, guys.